listening to SBS on the Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. It is your daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Tuesday, the 28th of February 2023. We'll start with the Australian share market, which rose half percent today. The S&P ASX 200, 7,258. It comes as retail sales rose 1.9% in January. For more on the market moves, I spoke earlier with Isaac Poole from Oriana. He is the Chief Investment Officer there. We've seen some strength in the US market overnight, just as the, the market's looking at what the Fed's got to, got to come down the pipeline. It's saying there's not that many more hikes left to go, and that's really supported the equity markets overseas. And in Australia, we followed on the same footing. Shares were off, off to a strong start, partly driven by that pickup in sentiment in the US. We did get some economic data out of Australia today. Retail sales for January up 1.9%. It follows a fall in December. What does it say about the economy? It's linked with interest rates. And whether or not this really is a sustained now pickup in retail sales or whether or not we are starting to see the consumer pull back as interest rates and inflation bites. Yeah, that, that pickup in the January data comes on the back of some fair weakness in December I think there's a little bit of payback there, but when you look through the data, it's not as strong as it would, would show. If you look at a three-month rolling average, consumer spending, retail spending is slowing. That are, That's to be expected because rate hikes have moved up. And alongside the retail data, I think I'd point to the credit numbers. What you see in the credit numbers that came out was a pickup in personal loans. That's credit card spending. It suggests that there's a bit of, uh, a bit of concern coming through to the household sector there, a bit of belt tightening, if you like, uh, to come. We also saw retail numbers from Harvey Norman today, profit numbers. What did it show? How did the market react? And is it reflective of the general economy? Yeah, earnings numbers uh, were a little weaker there than had been expected. And I think that shows the, the headwinds to the Australian economy coming through as the RBA's hiked rates so much. But I think that's something that we're going to see more of in, in coming months. Rate hikes are beginning to bite. It's going to impact earnings. Consumer spending is slowing down. There's more of that to come over the coming months. Importantly, it suggests that we're getting close to the end of the RBA's rate hike, rate hike cycle here. So given that, given that interest rates are still high, we're expecting one, two, maybe three, but as you suggested, we may be at a peak. Inflation may have also peaked. What are the opportunities for investors in this environment? Yeah, inflation looks like it's peaked. The RBA probably going to hike once or twice more, maybe three times. Look at these levels where, where rates have got to where they are. Government bonds look pretty attractive. You're getting a good yield, some good downside protection. What I think is really important here is it's not time to throw all the risk out. The RBA is close to a pause. That typically is good for Aussie equities. So if we look out over the next three, six, nine months, there are still opportunities in, in Aussie shares. Isaac Poole there from Oriana. Well, the federal government has announced some changes to superannuation, but only for those with more than $3 million in their fund in accumulation phase. That's about half a percent of the population or 80,000 people. It is increasing the concessional tax rate on earnings from 15% to 30%, but from 2025-26, saving the government about $2 billion a year. So for everyone else, that's 99.5% of the population, that 15% tax rate on earnings remains. 
Finally, let's go to salaries. And Seek says advertised salaries rose 4.4% in the year to January. That is down, though, from 4.6% in the year to December. For more, Raina Bosch spoke earlier with Seek's senior economist, Matt Cowgill. What's driving this is the tightest labour market that we've seen in nearly 50 years. So the unemployment rate's at 3.7%. It hadn't been below 4% between 1974 and 2022. So there's really strong demand for labour out there. And uh, what that means is that employers are having to enter into a bit of a bidding war for talent. So to, to attract people to their roles, they are having to um, to offer higher salaries, and we're seeing that in a faster pace of advertised salary growth. So compared with the wage and salary index, this number is relatively high. Can you explain the discrepancy? Yeah, so the, the ABS wage price index measures the, the change in wages and salaries for all jobs, um, which includes obviously jobs that are filled, that are occupied. Um, our our uh, advertised salary index is only measuring the change in salaries for roles that are advertised, that are on the market right now. And what we see is that um, trends in advertised salaries tend to respond more to changes in economic conditions, both in good times and bad. So in bad times, advertised salary growth tends to fall much more than that overall wage price index. And in good times, like we've had in, in the last year or so with very low unemployment, advertised salaries tend to pick up much more. And what drives that is that um, employers are much more able and and in some cases willing to adjust the salaries that they're offering for prospective new starters than they are to adjust the wages and salaries they pay to existing staff when economic conditions change. So in boom times, they have to offer more to to prospective staff to try and get people to apply. Um, That's not necessarily reflected in kind of wages and salaries for everyone, at least not immediately. Um, So those advertised salary trends do just respond more to what's going on in the economy. So in addition to this, your data shows a drop off in monthly growth since December. Can you explain why that's happened? Yeah, so it is a very tight labour market with very low unemployment, as I've said, but unemployment has started to rise. So we've seen the unemployment rate tick up from 35 to 3.7%. And some other measures of uh, labour market activity, including um, job ad volumes on SEEK, have come off a bit since their peak in the mid of 2022. And so that that slight softening in the labour market, that reduction in in the demand for workers from employers, I think is reflected in this um, slowing in the pace of advertised salary growth. So it's so still a hot labour market and advertised salaries are still growing pretty fast, um, but just it's not quite as tight a labour market as it was a few months ago, and that's reflected in, in the salary figures. And across what industries are you seeing the strongest growth? We're seeing it pretty broad based. So a lot of industries are seeing pretty rapid uh, growth in in advertised salaries. At the top of the table is is an industry that we call trades and services, which is is a broad one that includes all sorts of things from, you know, hairdressers to butchers to some um, building trades workers. And that's where um, advertised salaries have been running the hottest with 6.3% growth over over the year to January. Um, design and architecture also running running quite hot. Um, at the other end of the spectrum, um, jobs in the law, so the, the legal industry, um, really quite sluggish advertised salary growth at just 0.4% over the year. And finally, Matt, when we look at this data, you can see quite a discrep- discrepancy between the advertised salaries in each state. 
why is this? Yeah, so um, part of the reason is, so the ACT is kind of the, has shown the slowest growth in, in advertised salaries over the year. And that partly reflects the fact that um, advertised salaries in government in the public sector have been pretty sluggish and have lagged behind the private sector. So the ACT obviously has more kind of government employment than elsewhere. Uh, and that's re- reflected in those figures. Government has actually started to, to pick up a bit now and is catching up to the rest of the pack. And that's reflected in the ACT figures as well. So it's still at the bottom of that uh, bottom of the table, but it's not as far behind as it was a few months back. Um, other states, I think like, um, Tasmania, for example, smaller state, um, a range of indicators, including salary just tend to be a bit more volatile over time. So they have, um, you know, boomier booms and worse busts, if you like, uh, in Tasmania. And so in the last 18 months or so, a range of indicators in Tasmania have been going absolute gangbusters. A lot of people moving down there during the pandemic, uh, you know, a, a lot of demand um, now, people resuming tourism uh, in Tasmania, uh, and we're seeing 6.4% advertised salary growth um, over the year. Um, so, you know, there's just a range of different economic conditions um, in each state and territory. But overall, I'd say a lot of them are pretty similar. So um, the big states, say New South Wales and Victoria, 42 and 4.1% respectively. So pretty similar to each other. South Australia, 4%, again, in, in that same vicinity. Um, so apart from the ACT, this is pretty solid uh, advertised salary growth across all of the country. Matt Cowgill there from SEEK. This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. The content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decisions.